Hello and welcome to episode six of the 2K FPL Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and joined by Kev. How are you, Kev? Hey, man, I'm good. You? Yeah, no, well, well, I'm sure I'm better than you are. So for th- those who don't know, Kev was, Kev was partying last, last night. And did you say you got home about 4.30 in the morning? Is that right? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. That's not normal for me. I'm uh, usually in bed at like 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, it's, it's 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 always fun to let let your hair down every now and again, right? So, yeah, exactly. That's like the first time I've been out since before COVID. Uh, yeah, and just I just live like an hour away from downtown, so I have to take like a Uber an hour each way. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was it was fun, but I feel like shit. So, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Right. So for those who haven't listened before, this first part is going to be 20 minutes short and sharp. Key things you need need to know based on stats. We'll do a bit of backwards, a bit, bit of what we call forwards. And then we're going to wrap it up with a bit of opinion to covering what we think will be the captains and differentials. And then I'll give you a question to ponder over the break. Uh, we're also releasing this pod as 6A and 6B. So this is going to be the first part. So it'll be the short part. And then uh, if you if you like listen, listen to this, then please come and join us for the second part, which will be a separate, separate pod. So, Kev, are you are you feeling ready? As what? As ready, ready as you can be with a, with a bad, big hangover? Yep. Okay. Right. Go, go, go. All right. So looking backwards, we like to start off with sort of the leaders for expected goals, expected assists, uh, best XGA, that sort of thing. So top three teams for expected goals uh in the game so far this week and we should point out that it is uh sunday that the city uh united derby just ended and uh there's still a number of other games to go but each team's had their one game so far and um the top teams for uh expected goals were number one aston villa at 2.85 man city at 2.74 and Crystal Palace at 2.54. For uh, expected goals against by team, there's a tie at 0.36 for both Man City and Leeds. And then Palace uh, had an XGA of 0.71. For players, the three highest non-pan XG were Mateta at 1.49, Kai Havertz at 1.32, and then De Bruyne at 1.03. And for expected assists, number one was uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold at 1.22, Reese James at 0.91, and then Ollie Watkins at 0.85. Um, when we kind of go, uh, and, and all of the stats are from the free site, understat.com, and then when we go to the actual main FPL site and look at some things there, you can see that the king of the week is a tie currently between Reese James and Kevin De Bruyne at 18 points. We'll see if uh, Reese James plays that second game and moves moves ahead of him. Uh, it's also um, <clears throat> noteworthy to look at live FPL, another free site that allows you to kind of see who's being owned and 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 how you're doing uh, with a live rank, but 
what we find interesting is amongst the top 10K, uh, what's happening. So we look at who the most captained players were this week amongst the top 10K, and it was extremely spread out if you look at this week compared to other weeks, uh, with Rudiger leading the way at 21%. Rafinha was number two at 19%, but he was tied with Reese James at 19%. Mo was at 15%, uh, and then Coutinho was at 13%. And there were a few others with you know, like 3% or less. For expected ownership, though, uh, key players that had over 50% uh, expected ownership, or EO, um, not expected, sorry, effective, uh, we got Mo at 112. He's the only one coming in over 100. Rafinha at 92. Trent at 79. Rudiger at 76. Broya at 72. Reese James at 67. Coutinho at 55. Jimenez at 54. Uh, and then there were a few other just under, like Son at 40. Kane 36. Cancelo 28. So he's gone down quite a bit this week. Um and then as we go around the league, we kind of look at some key players amongst notable players that were either missing or getting starts or, or got injured around uh, different lineups from, from the matches. So if you start with Leicester and Leeds, uh, Madison was not in the squad. He was out with a back injury. Vardy is back, and he started this match, um, came off at 60 minutes for Nacho. And Patrick Bamford was on the bench for Leeds, but did not end up making an appearance, but still a, a good sign. For Villa versus Southampton, uh, Dean and Consa both were out with COVID and have to isolate for five days. So it'll be very interesting if, if they're in the next match this week because it's five days later. So it'll, I guess, come down to when they actually stated they had COVID. Uh, and then Watkins and Ings, uh, we're playing up front together again. So that's the second game now that they've both started. Uh, Burnley versus Chelsea. Reese James was back, uh, but he did go off with what we assume to be a knock at 70 minutes. Uh, he did keep playing after he got tackled, but he was the, the next sub a few moments later. Um, <clears throat> there was no mention of Reese James in the after game uh interviews with Tuchel so hopefully he's just an early sub and he's ready for Norwich a game uh, that Kev, yeah I'm sorry no yeah. sorry Tuchel actually did talk about a lot about Reese James after the game saying how wonderful he was but he didn't mention the injury so right that... yeah yeah fair point so but it, he, you know last time they played Norwich he got a goal and they won 7-0 so I'm um, you know we're hoping if you own him like we do that he's gonna be playing in that match absolutely uh, Kai Havertz played up top again uh, over Lukaku, interestingly. Alonso has COVID uh, and missed the match. Sal played left back in his place, or left wing back, I guess is how they set up. And Aspilicueta was not in the squad, which was uh, reported in the pressers that he was very doubtful. Newcastle versus is Brighton. St. Max Mann was on the bench and, and came in and played the last 25 minutes. Uh, Danny Welbeck played the entire game. Uh, Mope started on the bench, but he did come on for 30 minutes. Norwich versus Brentford. <clears throat> Tony and Erickson were both in the starting 11, um, and they looked a lot stronger as a team this week because of it. And if we look at the uh, Wolves versus Palace match, Edward, no appearance, but he was on the bench. Mateta started, and Guaita was back in goal. 
Jimenez and Aitnori were both benched again. Uh, who, who, how do you pronounce his name? Whoever, Hoover, <laughs> Hoover was off injured after 25 minutes. Anlaj was mad at him and blamed him. <laughs> uh, Boley was on the bench having not played all season. Um, and for the, the Liverpool and West Ham match, Diaz starts again. Jota was on the bench but did come on for the last 10 minutes. Uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see who gets minutes amongst the forwards for the rest of the season with you know quite a few quality players there now. Uh, Bowen was off injured uh, at 53 minutes. He's having a scan on his heel, but it was just reported that the scan came back and everything looks fine. So hopefully he's he's not going to miss any time. And Rice was not in the squad, but it was just with an illness. Watford versus Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal had an unchanged lineup, uh, but uh, Martinelli started and Pepe was on the bench, being the only. Uh, but Pepe did come on for Martinelli. And uh, ESRs out with COVID. Tommy Yas, how do you pronounce his name? Tommy Yasu. Tommy Yasu. Tommy Yasu. Tommy Asu yep. is still out, uh, and Cedric, who's only 4.2, started again. Uh, King was not in the squad with a hamstring injury, and hopefully not, but it looked like Gabriel had a knock at the end of the match. Uh, for City versus United, the Derby, uh, no Diaz, as we've been told, he's going to miss four to six weeks. Uh, Grealish was back in the lineup and started. Jesus, Sterling, and Gundo were on the bench. Ronaldo was not in the squad and has a hip injury, and Verani and uh, Shaw both have COVID. So that's sort of everything looking backwards. So what we do now is we kind of go more into opinion uh, and some, well, I guess, facts as well on, on fixtures and things like that. But we, we kind of take a look forward. So everything that you need to know, uh, summarized briefly uh, for the upcoming game week in the next couple of weeks. So you can, you can plan accordingly. So if we go to the main site, we can look at starting with to date as of right now, who are the top five transferred in players uh, so far? So number one, Reese James, number two, Saka, number three, Coutinho, number four, Mo Salah, and five, Ivan Tony. And for the top five players that have been transferred out thus far this game week, number one is Diaz, number two is Jared Bowen, three, James Madison, four Jota and five Luca Dean essentially players that didn't start this week. <laughs> uh, the deadline for this week again is uh, coming up Saturday at 11 a.m. And there are still a number of games to go though. So just a reminder that <clears throat> Monday uh, Tottenham play Everton, uh, Norwich play Everton, Southampton play Newcastle. Wolves play Watford and Leeds play Villa. Wait, Norwich don't play Everton, do they? No, that, that's some dodgy typing. You, you, Chelsea. you carry on. You carry on, and I'll, and I'll fix that one. Oh yeah, so it's Norwich Chelsea, isn't it? Sorry, it's Norwich yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, sorry, read that wrong. Okay, and then uh, there's still some European matches too. So Liverpool play on Tuesday. City play on Wednesday. And West Ham and Leicester play Thursday. So there's still quite a few games to go before transfer deadline. So, well, 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 well Kev, there's 14, 14 of the 20 teams are playing. Before. Exactly. So it's, there yeah. could be all sorts of injuries before then. So, yeah. Keep an eye out on that. Exactly. Um, 
Then if we kind of go ahead and look at next week, there's uh, six additional uh, games for a, a big double game week. So, uh, or sorry, six six teams have doubles for a big double game week. So Brighton play Liverpool and Tottenham, both at home. Poole play Brighton and Arsenal, both away. Spurs are away for uh, Man United and Brighton. And Arsenal are at home for Leicester and Liverpool. Everton are at home for Wolves and Newcastle. And Newcastle are away for both Chelsea and Everton. Uh, game week 30, we now know, is a massive blank game week. And there are four games to be played. Leicester versus Brentford. Wolves versus Leeds. Villa versus Arsenal. Spurs versus West Ham. So you have eight teams to build a uh, Game Week 30 squad with. In Game Week 33, the game has officially removed Everton and Palace as they play each other in the FA Cup quarters. So it's guaranteed one of them will make the FA Cup semis that play on the weekend of 33. Uh so we'll know the 33 fixtures after the uh, the FA Cup quarters during 30, but we know that that game will be off. Um, there's still teams that have games in hand or fixtures to be rearranged. Everton have four right now because of that, um, what we just said. They added a fourth. Uh, th- three games to be made up for Leicester and Burnley and two games to be made up for Arsenal, Chelsea, and Palace. Uh, of the remaining 13 teams, only three, Brentford, Wolves, and West Ham, don't have a game to rearrange at all uh, currently. And uh, one game to be made up for Villa, Brighton, Poole, City, Man United, Newcastle, Norwich, Southampton, Spurs, and Watford. Next, what we're going to do is we're going to look at the uh, team with the best fixtures over the next uh, four to six weeks. So we'll break them up by attacking and defensive and and these are provided to us from geek and he he posts them on his site uh so in order of best attacking fixtures coming up number one is Leeds, number two spurs then arsenal brentford wolves and everton and if you're looking for some defenders with the best defensive schedule coming up uh, the best teams to target are Spurs, then Leeds, West Ham, Everton, Leicester, and then Brentford. So that's pretty much it for a summary of what's what's happened and, and whatnot. Now, the only thing to do is to kind of look at the captain polls, and uh, and then Chris and I are each going to give a couple of differentials, and then we kind of close out this summary pod and then keep recording our banter going through our teams and all that bullshit but we're gonna do that on a separate pod to keep this short so we're gonna i'll just say that the captains it's uh pool have a double game week so it's just gonna be a heavy landslide on mo salah if you're feeling cute cheeky or you think mo's gonna get a rest or something maybe you throw it on trent or robo uh, or maybe kane as they have a uh, spurs have a double game week as well but it's gonna be mega eo for mo and you're going to see triple captains thrown on them too so probably 200 percent eo kind of territory i think so that's it what do you think buddy should we do some differentials yeah yes i uh i'll go first um so i have two different well i I guess i should say kev that our differentials haven't been too bad over the last few weeks um because i think you called out reese james probably a couple of weeks back I called out last week I had Havertz and Shaw. I also had Wood, who I picked in my team, who hasn't been great so far. But, you know, he could uh, he could get a few goals against that uh, Rockin' Southampton defence, maybe. Um, 
So, and I obviously, and I know you laughed at me in the first part when I called out Tony, who's been injured since then, but now he's back, he's got a hat trick. So, uh, well, I mean, I laughed because you, he was playing City the week you called him out, but yeah. Yeah, but I called him out because their fixtures are good and you, you've just True. been with the good attacking fixtures and they're good. And, I, you know, he, you know, we, we've been struggling for attackers. I think he's pretty good. Uh, so, yeah. anyway, I'll, I'll start with an attacker. So, um, I put down Ricardison, um, uh, Everton striker, seven and a half million. 4.6% owned in the game currently. Everton have got they've got a double coming up, both at home. Um, they have got four games in hand, which Kev just described. So actually, if you're looking for to make a bit of a rank gain, I think Ricardison could be a good, a good place to go. Obviously, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is probably better known for scoring the goals, but he's just in and out of the team with injuries, and yeah. I personally couldn't trust him. So I, I, I quite like Ricardison for that. And then I appreciate that the very popular Liverpool players are going to be Salah, Trent, and then one other, which is typically going to be Robbo. Um, but uh, Luis Diaz, the new the new boy, started the last three three games and pretty much played 90 minutes and has looked good. He's 8 million and 1.9% owned. So if you want to do something slightly different with Liverpool, uh, he is he's your man, I would say. And how does that stack, stack, stack up against your thoughts on differentials, Kev? Totally different. Um I went. I actually went. Both of mine are from Leicester. Just with the game, the, the games in hand, and it's. I, f- I feel like they're gonna have good timely doubles. Like not. Yeah. Like they're gonna double when I want them to double, or when I bench boost in thirty six. I'm pretty sure they have to play in thirty six, right? It seems like, or some of the other teams might not, even though they have games in hand. So I I like Leicester. I'm I'm actually considering bringing one in this week, but. Um, the popular ones are Vardy and Madison. So the two I picked are Schmeichel and Harvey Barnes. And Schmeichel's just a decent price for what he is. Like, I wouldn't want to pay more, you know, five plus million for Schmeichel, but sub five, it's pretty decent for what you get with all those games in hand. And the, the, my biggest thinking point on, on Leicester is just their D's being absolutely shit all year, but it's looked better a bit more recently. So, you know, I probably wouldn't get him in yet. I'd get, I, I would I would make a keeper switch the week we know he actually has a double and bring him in that week to, like, justify it for a hit or something. But, um, yeah, I like Schmeichel. And then Harvey Barnes has just looked fantastic. If you, I mean, if you kind of look at what this guy's been doing lately, like, his stats are pretty unreal. Like, like he's got an attacking return in seven of the last eight games he's played. Um, he's on fire. He's got three goals and seven assists in 1,300 minutes. Like, these are really good stats, and he looks good. My only worry with him is game time. But I think just with these knocks that Madison has right now, I think I'd probably prefer Barnes to Madison. I so. agree with that entirely. I I, I, I think both those players might, might, might have been in my team. Um, not this week. Right. I've got other, other things to sort out, which we'll, I guess we'll, we'll chat about in a minute. But I think both are really, really good shouts. Yeah. And uh, as you say, there's a good chance they'll double in 36. I mean, I guess in terms of, you know, this talk of doubles, etc. The, I think the wisdom is that once we have game week 30, which goes straight into an international break, as you as you said earlier, Kev, we'll have all the FA Cup quarterfinal outcomes, and therefore we know exactly who blanks in 33. The only bit they don't know is who is in the final, and therefore has a clash with 37. But they'll just know there's there's up to four teams that could play in that final on on you know in on in game week 37 and have an eye on yeah. having to may, maybe push that game out to uh the middle of that you know that 
that final, you know, the, the penultimate week. So my okay. guess is over that international break, they may well set out the roadmap of the get, you know, how we're going to get through the rest of the game. So all those big rearrange games should be play out, and therefore when we go into 31, we should hopefully be able to make those decisions on who doubles, particularly outside of you know the classic doubles, which might be 33 and 36. Yeah, I I hope we know by then as well. All right, should you do your cryptic question of the week and then we'll sign off for the quick pod? Okay, sounds good. So um, I'm going for Defender this week. So that, that's your first clue. I'm, I'm a Defender. Um, so the last six appearances for this Defender, they have scored this. 6-2-11, 6-2-12. So you can see a pattern there. So you might want to loan them because I'm sure they're going to get 6-2-13 in the next three games. Um, <laughs> the, but the additional bit of information I'll give you for this person is, but they didn't play this weekend. Okay, so which defender scored 6-2-11, 6-2-12 in their last six appearances, but they didn't play this weekend? Um, that's that's one for Kev to think about and anyone that's listened to this now. Uh, we'll wrap this first part off. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the summary pod. Uh, and if you've enjoyed this and you want to hear more me and Kev chatting about our teams, please join, join us for part two. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>